Hi, and welcome back to the All Sports Focus podcast. Today, we're back with our Super Bowl week podcast, but without our Bengals fan, who they finally make the playoffs, and he just ghosts us. So um, we're here with Ryan and Gage. Say what's up, boys. What's, what's up, boys? Um, you know, sorry, we uh, technically we did take the conference championship week off. Brady just didn't post it. We did record it, but we're back now. We took the Pro Bowl week off. We engage of Ed Hockey school everything like that so besides that we're back back for the super Bowl, obviously. whatever they do in the military <laughs> we're back uh ha- had to come back for the super bowl and don't forget we'll be starting our off-season stuff after the super bowl i want to give a couple hints to that so today we're gonna be talking about just a couple breaking news stuff around the league and we're gonna be grading each coaching hire and then we're gonna talk about where we think Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G are going to land in the offseason, and then we're just going to talk about the Super Bowl. So, um, starting off with the breaking news, I think to the one, the biggest breaking news in the NFL is um, Alvin Kamara getting arrested before the Pro Bowl, and then the NFL letting him play, and all this stuff happening. I don't know what's really going Wait, on. Wait, he got arrested before the Pro Bowl? Yep. It was before. Oh, I thought it was before. after. Nope, and the police and the NFL agreed to like kind of let him play, and then the other they biggest they were still, still collecting facts. Yeah, and then the second one is Brian Flores is suing the NFL, and uh, the, I believe it's the Giants, Broncos, and Dolphins for like racial, like racial stuff in the hiring process and the firing process, and then the big thing. Is the Dolphins owner paying him 100k to lose all that stuff? But yeah. this one, just wanted to touch on those real quick. And um, besides that, breaking news really just all the coaching hires, which we're going to talk about, and then GM hires. Well, and uh, the Washington Commanders. Oh, so wa- yep, you're right. The Washington Commanders. I got a different one. All right, let's hear it. CJ Uzama oh, promised to bathe in chili if they win the Super Bowl. What? Skyline Not chili? Not even kidding. Not even kidding. Skyline chili? He just says, vows to bathe in chili if Bengals win the Super Bowl. It's got to be Skyline chili. Got no it. chance it's not. All Ohio is known for. Here's a real quote. You put it in a swimming pool, I'll dive in there and eat my way out, Uzama said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sprained MCL and all. <laughs> um... Besides that, uh, I said this on the last one, but you guys never heard it. Uh, I was very happy with the Giants hiring Jim Shane as GM. Very happy with that. A great hire. Um, besides that, you guys got any breaking news? Because if not, we're going to hop into our coaching grading. Coach not in the coach. NFL. Big yeah. stuff in the NBA today, but not in the NFL. Gage, I, got had, I had one, and it was that uh, – Kyler Murray, like the whole stuff with him and the Cardinals, how he like unfollowed him and uh, like took down everything. all his Arizona related posts. Because I believe he's in his fifth year contract year. Is he? No, I think he has no. one more year on contract. One more, one more year. Yeah. Because was he? He was the year after Saquon, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the year after Saquon, and Saquon's yeah. going into his fifth year contract. Okay. All right. Um, besides that, we got nothing else. So we're going to hop into our coaching, greeting each coaching hire for the eight teams in the NFL. Um, also, I'm going to say this at the beginning, this is going to be kind of a shorter one. 
know most of our podcasts are the 45 minute to an hour this is going to be like a 30 to 45 minute one at max so just want to put that out there um so the eight hires starting with the bears was matt eberflus and then starting with the broncos not starting with the broncos then the broncos was nathaniel hackett the texans was lovey smith the jags was doug peterson the raiders was josh mcdaniels the dolphins was mike mcdaniel uh, the Vikings is Kevin O'Connell, which isn't official yet, but they already said they're going to hire him after the Super Bowl. And then the Saints is Dennis Allen, and the Giants is Brian Dable. So we're going to start up at the top with the Bears with Matt Eberflus. Brian, I'm going to let you take this one. What would what, you give him a grade here? Uh, okay, Ryan might be frozen. <laughs> Ryan is just eyeing down the, the camera right now. Did you hear me, Ryan? Uh, sorry. What'd you say? I, I lost you guys for a second. Okay. Uh, the bear, the bears hire. Did Did you get any of that? Like recording? I now? heard all the coaches. Yeah. Oh, just... okay. Okay. Um, then what's your grade for the Matt Eberflus hire for the Bears? What's your opinion there? A A through F scale. A through F I give it a here. B. I think it's hard to give an A to anybody who's never been a head coach. I think um, that's still pretty high for him. I, I... Yeah. Indianapolis defense played well. I think with the Bears' new GM, I'm more. That's more the reason why I give it a higher grade because I think he can build a good program and a good coaching staff around him. Um, so I give a B given the context of who their new GM is. All right. Uh, I said, I said like a C to C plus originally it was a C minus, but then since they hired Luke gets, get, getsy, getsy, the Packers quarterback coach is offensive coordinator. That just increased it because personally going into the bears hiring, I thought they were going to try and go get someone that could like speed up the development of Justin Fields the most. Like personally, that's like that's what the Jags did with Doug Peterson, given a little fast forward, but changing teams. But that's basically that's what I thought they were gonna do, but they went more of the defensive side of the ball. Um you never know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say final grade, I'm gonna give it a C plus just because I like the offensive coordinator higher and this team the people he's putting around him. So Gage, what do you got here? So I originally went D plus Oh, but wow. then with what you said with the whole uh, Packers quarterback coach, how they hired mm-hmm. him as their offensive coordinator, I moved it up to a C minus. Okay. All right. You, you agree with kind of what me and Ryan said? Just mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. And then moving on to the Broncos, Gage, I'm gonna let you get this one. Nathaniel Hackett, who is honestly one of my favorite hires. Okay. So it's a good hire, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if so, I gave it a B as a normal hire. Mm-hmm. But That's I said I if they can get Aaron Rodgers with it, I moved it up to an A minus. Yeah, I like the stuff I've been reading all throughout after the Packers lost and everything. I was like, there's no way they don't hire Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> I'm like, it. In- they want to increase their chances of getting Aaron Rodgers and all this stuff and. I mean, did you see the one thing about uh, it was Aaron Rodgers was at like a golf tournament mm-hmm. and a Bronco and it was in Denver and mm-hmm. a Broncos fan yelled like, 
come to Denver. And he said, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a, I have a uh, B here as well. And I agree with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. So I got nothing else to say, Ryan. Yeah, I think it was a really good hire. I definitely, I would say probably a B plus just again, hard to give an A to somebody who hasn't been a head coach, but uh, I think given all the circumstances and also bringing in an offensive minded coach, with a defense is already pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think you're on, you're on the right track there. So everything you guys have said, I completely agree. And just to kind of, I want to kind of go through like which which kind of coordinators he's brought with him, brought with him as well. So he brought with him the Packers tight ends coach. I don't know his name off the top of my head to be their offensive coordinator. Just wanted to throw that out there. So it's it's really it's really cool to see like teams when but I think he said that he's going to be calling plays. Yeah. But he's the tight, the tight ends the coach is going to help. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the Sean McVay situation in L.A. and a lot of other teams too. But it's just it's just really cool to see like a a, a defensive coordinator coach gets a head coaching job and he brings his DBs coach, his linebackers coach, his D line coach, all of them follow him. So, um, personally, I think the worst hire of this coaching cycle, the Texans, Lovey Smith. I would I would like to to take this one. Um, I gave him a I gave it a D, not because I don't, I don't think he's he had a he's had a good like head coaching career. I mean he has a winning record and everything, but Nick Caro or however you say his last name, the GM has had two straight off seasons to make a flashy head coaching pick, and he has picked like, for lack of better words, boring and like. Like, do they want to stay bad? Like, this dude, like, Lovey Smith doesn't do anything special. Like, that yeah. just reminds me of the pro football focus. Uh, oh, yeah, yesterday. When I was messing around doing mock drafts and, like, team needs, like, some teams say, oh, tackle, middle linebacker, left end, and I go to the Texans and it says everything. So, <laughs> that's base. It's a definition of their organization. I mean, Davis Mills, they got some in Davis Mills, but. I just think, like, all of these coaches, like, he may be a good defensive mind, but, like, all the other coaches, like, they are so, like, they're all strong at offense or they're all super strong at defense. But, like, Lovey Smith is just decent. That, that's my way of looking at it. I mean, obviously, he's better than Josh McCown. Like, don't get me wrong. If they would have hired Josh McCown, they would have never won a single football game. But <laughs> I, 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 don't I don't know that I agree that they need a flashy guy right now. I think that with the state of that program, they just need somebody who's consistent. Mm-hmm. Which, somebody he who's, Which he and is. And that's exactly what it is, what he is. I mean, they they need somebody who's just going to right the ship and mm-hmm. get them going in the right direction because they're not even close right now. Yeah. So I don't know that they needed to go out and get some flashy Lincoln Riley type of guy. Uh, I think they just needed somebody who's been in the position before he took the Bears to the Super Bowl in the 2000s to play Peyton Manning and the Colts and so he's been there he's been consistent so right. I give Gage, it a C because it's average okay. but I think it was the right move okay I have Gage. it tied for my least favorite hire and I'll get into who he's tied with but I give okay. him a D all right you agree with what me and Ryan said it kind of sucks being the third person yeah <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I agree with both sides. I mean, 
like I said, it's not the flashy one, but Ryan said it's like it's the consistent one. I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get wins out of the guy, and and it's how do I how do I word this? I always get confused. It's well, a, it's no, a low, you won't because your your entire team sucks. Yeah. It's it's a low it's a low risk high reward kind of pick. Eh. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I because, it's like a low risk, but like you know, you're gonna, it's not like you're hiring like a coach that's never co- a head coach before. Like, cause you, you, that's a high risk, but he, he's already head coach for a ton of games. So you already know he's going to be, he already knows what he's doing. It's just, if you get something out it's of it, it's a safe good. pick. It's a safe it's a pick. Safe yeah, pick. That, that's a good way to put it. The only reason, one of the only reasons I gave him so low is because I look at the guys that they could have hired. Yeah. Like they, they, could, they missed out. They missed yeah. out. Especially on like a Brian Flores. But I don't know if they hi- they like hired Lovey Smith after the whole Brian Flores thing. Went they down. did. I because like his kind of changing topics. Like like his lawyer said like, oh I bet you the whole lawsuit didn't help his facts in getting the Saints job or the Texans job, which is true. I mean, yeah, no team's gonna want to. But Lovey Smith was also in the program, so yeah, it's yeah. not like just they like went Dennis external Allen. to hire him. Yeah, just like Dennis Allen. So, all right, uh, we're gonna move on. This is. If you guys don't mind, can I take this one again? If you guys don't mind. Go All right. Uh, Doug Peterson, hired by the Jags. This was personally one of my favorite hires. I think. I like it. I think this was, like, the best possible option for the, the Eagles. Like, the Eagles. No, for the Jags. Right. Jags, my bad. I, Because you need it. The, their biggest thing has to be protecting slash developing Trevor Lawrence. Because – and getting him weapons. Because this season, his number one weapon was Marvin Jones Jr. No quarterback's going to succeed in that when their offensive line is worse than the Bengals' O-line. And basically, a peewee, football, the Steelers. a peewee football pass rush could get past the Jags' O-line. So, a coach that's going to develop him and is going to push is going to push him to be better. And with... He's he's a he's big in the like kind of the the front office department too. He was in the Eagles. He's gonna go out and he's gonna get him weapons. He's gonna go out and get him protection. So I, I really want to see what they do in this draft. Yeah, I I gave him an A. I gave it an A minus just because like A is like such a high standard. So I'm gonna give it one below. I'm gonna give it an A minus. But second favorite hire. I think everybody's gonna know what my first favorite hire was. But second favorite hire. What do you guys got? I personally gave him a B plus, okay. all for the same reasons. All right, Ryan. Yeah, I give it a B plus. I think you definitely saw the rise and fall of him in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and so you hope that they're getting the Super Bowl caliber Doug Peterson and not the oh my God Philadelphia is horrendous. Well, Doug can Peterson. you really blame that on him though? Because that was he was good when Carson Wentz was good, and then after Carson Wentz tore his ACL. I saw something. Well, he won I, the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz out. Yeah, I Nick saw Foles. something. I saw something today, and it said uh, Doug Peterson got too close and too friendly with Carson Wentz, which kind of stopped like pushing him. And so that's why people said like he needs to find that 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 split with Trevor Lawrence. Like obviously you have to be nice to the guy, but you also you still got to push him. I mean that's kind of like what the Bill yeah. the Belichick and Brady thing was for all those years. Was if Brady messed up, Bill Check's gonna be right on him. Like it's not like, oh my God, he just threw four interceptions. Hey, it's okay. You'll get him next week. Not Jason Garrett clapping him up. 
By the way, by the way, total change of topic. Jason Garrett is the worst offensive coordinator of all time. All right, sorry, I had to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> no, the Giants just suck. Hey, no, no, no. Quarterback just... sneak on third down. Okay, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> Wide receiver screen on third and 45. Dang right. That's some Joe <laughs> Judge stuff right there. Besides, another random point. Does every head, Patriots. Does every head coach, okay, former assistant of the Patriots that gets that goes and takes the head coaching job and then gets fired, he just ends up right back at the Patriots every time. It's the same with Alabama. You go back to the good coaches. I mean, look at all the head coaches that have come out of Alabama with Saban, Lane Kiffin. And they're right I mean, there. He's, he's had so many of these different coaches and stuff. They go right back. Yep. And why wouldn't you? Yeah, we're gonna keep moving on here. Uh, who doesn't have one? I'm gonna Ryan, since Ryan doesn't have one from the first one. Ryan, the Raiders hire of Josh McDaniels. If they keep Derek Carr, a minus. Okay. Ooh. Derek Carr statistically has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL over his career. But look at who he's had as coaches. He's had no help as a coach. John! Yay! Gruden! (laughs) Like, he's had no help, and yet, look at all the stuff he's been able to do, taking him to the playoffs, statistically everything. Mm -hmm. I think it's an opportunity, kind of like Matt Stafford going to L.A., that it's an opportunity to bring in an offensive-minded coach who, look at what he did with Tom Brady, and then look at even what he did with Mac Jones this year. Like, Derek Carr has a cannon of an arm. And has weapons. And then on top of like everything that happened with the Raiders this year, I think McDaniels is a great pick to kind of steady the ship a little bit and uh, and get him going again. All right. Gage, what do you got here? I gave it a B- minus because I don't think Derek Carr stays. Okay. And I, saw I, don't, know thing have, and I don't know if you have an answer to this question, but where do you think he goes? If you have a guess, you you want me to be honest? Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm no, no. <laughs> I'm calling the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Give it one last shot. Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay. Well, I'm not even one last shot. But I'm saying they make a splash because they right. they have enough to give. Mm-hmm. To get them. Um. So I just said B minus because one, I don't think he's gonna stay, and two, they didn't really need to have like a like a splash of a hire. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have gone with like kind of what the Texans did, did just like the safe option, especially with all the controversy that's going down with that team. Just take the safe option that you know will get you wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a B, right, right in the middle of the pack. Because he's a great offensive mind. I think he can really help further develop the Raiders' offense. I mean, he, he brought around a he brought, he brought along a great uh, coaching staff. He took Patrick Graham from the Giants. Um, it was a great defensive coordinator who even interviewed for some head coaching jobs. So um, I think the, the, the cast he's surrounded himself with increases it. Because I added a B-, minus, and then plus all the hires, I increased it to a B-. Because I think he's really going to help Derek Carr, like Ryan said. Because personally, I'm going to disagree with you, Gage. I think he stays just because of the hire. But you never know. So, they keep moving on. Gage, 
you get the eighth grader himself, Mike McDaniel, hired for the Dolphins head coaching job. Okay, this might be a little controversial, but I love the hire. I love it. Mm-hmm, I agree. Because to me, I see Sean McVay. Like, I see exactly what Sean McVay was. A young guy, great offensive mind, with a high football IQ. Yeah. Isn't that, that literally Josh what? McDaniels? Josh McDaniels really isn't that young, and he. Another yeah. thing with Josh but McDaniels. He's not Belichick old. He's not no. in the 60s. Well, yeah. But like, but like the first time Josh McDaniels took a head coaching job in like 2012, he was terrible and got fired after one year. So, another point. But keep going, Gage. But no, I really like it, especially with how young the Dolphins are, anyways. Mm-hmm. So I gave this a a minus. Okay. Uh, Ryan, since my you just said the first highest. one, I'm gonna I'm gonna take second here. Um, my, I gave it I gave it a B plus, right above the average. Um, I think because what him and God, what him and Kyle Shanahan managed to do with Debo Samuel, it's just it's given me giving me some Jalen Waddle vibes this next season, and the rest of the league's got to be scared. I mean. Debo and Jalen Waddle are very similar players. They're both quick. They can both make moves. They can beat people. They're good on routes, everything. Remind me of the same thing. And Mike McDaniel is really good with, like, the statistics. Like like both Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, he loves running the ball, too. What the Dolphins need to do in the draft, free agency, anything, is um get a running back. They need to get a better running back, and they'll be set. So, Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, I'm gonna say a, a B plus. I think it's definitely uh, another good hire of somebody young, kind of mm-hmm. refreshing the coaching pool because that's what I, what I've always been frustrated with is like, oh, this guy gets fired from this team and immediately gets hired by another team. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's always good when you kind of refresh the coaching pool and, like Gage said, somebody young, high football IQ. IQ. I clue. I clue. <laughs> um, so I, I think it's really good. Especially helping out, uh, helping out Tua. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Ryan, this one's for you. The the technically non-official hire, but basically official, Kevin O'Connell of the Minnesota Vikings. I give it a B. I mean, I think kind of middle of the pack. That's what I gave. So another uh, another safe, like more safe hire. Not going out and making big splashes or anything in the hire, and obviously with it not being like fully official yet, we can't give it up for sure yeah. or like know who he would who he's going to bring as coordinators or anything. But I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. I gave it a B as well. Yeah, same. He's good. I mean, he learned under Sean McVay for a couple years now, and I like the hire. Um. Gage, this one's for you. If you guys remember from a couple podcasts ago, late in the regular season after Sean Payton got COVID again, I said Dennis Allen deserves a chance to be looked at for a head coaching job. I said it, and it happened. One of my takes finally came true, all right? One of them, I'm like one for like 50. Took a while. I'm one for like 50, but Gage, what do you have? Yeah, you remember what I said about Lovey Smith, him being tied for my worst coaching hire? No this way. This other guy. Dennis wow. Allen, D. Wow. A D? No, hear Explain. me out. Good. 
like he's he's all right. But going from Sean Payton, one of the best coaches, to Dennis Allen, mm-hmm. eh. And they could have gotten same thing with the whole Texans thing, Brian Flores before his lawsuit. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I look at it. I'd go up to a D plus. All right. Well, I gave him a B <laughs> just because one of my takes finally happened. And I mean, the games that he's quote unquote interim head coached when Sean Payton's had COVID, he's looked flawless as a head coach. I mean, he's looked good. And another thing, like with the Lovey Smith thing kind of connecting, is he's like got that, like, he's got the team already. It's not like a new head coach coming in and he's got to gain the team's trust. He already has the team's trust. That's all I'm going to say, right? Yeah, B also. I think he's gotten some experience this year with when Sean Payton's been out. Um, he knows the team already. He's got the locker room, like you said. So I, I like it. All right. And I say I saved the best for last, baby. I Man, I could not have been more happy with this. The Giants hiring Brian Dable, the Bills offensive coordinator. Man, my only... Only. No one clap. It's still for the Giants. Shut up. Hey, good GM hire, good offensive coordinator hire, good defensive coordinator hire. Hey, you guys can't deny the Giants started the offseason right. I mean, for once, for once in the franchise's history, we did something <laughs> right. This, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock it down. I had it an A plus, but that was a little bit of a homer pick. So I'll, I'll, I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it an A. Let me let me let me get let me explain myself here. The best thing for Daniel Jones is to give him a good offensive system. To and switch an to receiver. And an, shut up, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and a good O line, which they already said they're gonna go after in free agency and in the draft. And that's what you need to get the full development out of Saquon. An O line and a system that fits him. Brian Dables always has already been working with Mike Kafka and uh, and God uh, blanking and Daniel Jones. Why could I not think of our own quarterback's name? Already been working on plays, plays that he's like from the Duke playbook, plays like that. Everything they're working on it already. I mean, I, I like I love it, and the fact that he brought along Mike Kafka, who I said this to you guys in like a text message. That he was like he was in place if Eric Bieniemy ever got a head coaching job, he would have become the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. Never got it, so the Giants said, "All right, cool, we'll take him." And then we got Don Martindale, Mister Blitzer. Jesus Christ, we need to get some edge rushers if we're going to have him as our defensive coordinator. He averaged like what I don't know the stat, but it was like some like forty percent of snaps they were blitzing or something like that. Like, like Jesus. So I'm excited. <laughs> I don't he's know if you guys got he's almost as bad as the Dolphins defensive coordinator. You remember that Dolphins Saints game we watched, Andy? Oh yeah, that <laughs> he blitzed bad. like. He's a no. Great I'm player. saying he yeah he blitzes like sixty percent of the plays. You guys got anything to say? I base I just said everything. I've been waiting for that. No, I, I really like the hire too. Everything that he's been able to do with Josh Allen, big Josh Allen fan. Uh, so taking guy. that system. Taking that system anywhere, uh, both of them, I think GM and head coach are a great hire for the Giants. Yep. Gage? Uh, yeah, same thing. I gave him an A. 
Um, couldn't give them, I couldn't give anyone in here an A plus. Yeah, yeah, I know. I felt the same way. That, that was, Gage has never seen one of those on any of his tests, so he doesn't even know what it looks I, like. I have a. I got um, 105 on my most recent test. What basket weaving? <laughs> Actually, I'm. I've. I don't know how to do that. So no. <laughs> um, and also Daniel Jones says he's gonna reach out to Josh Allen to help him out. So, um, why would Daniel Jones reach out to Josh Allen to help him out? To help him out with like getting used to Brian Dable's system. The system. That would be Josh Allen reaching no. out to Daniel Jones. No. No. What? Daniel Jones asking for help from Josh Allen. Yeah. But he said it like Daniel Jones was helping Josh Allen. No, I said reaching out. He was reaching out to Josh Allen to get help with the system. All right. He's one last... help. Okay, never mind. <laughs> one last question here. We're going to rank the eight coaches just real quick. Number eight, I think we all got the same one. I got Lovey Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, Gage, who do you have? You have got Dennis Allen? I have Dennis Allen. <laughs> All right, Ryan, who do you have? I have Matt Eberflus. Yeah, Eberflus here. Okay. Um, not a big difference. I got Dennis Allen at six. I have Eberflus at six. I've got Dennis Allen there. All right. Uh, I have, uh, where were we, five? Yeah, five. Uh, I've got Josh Daniels, number five. I also have Josh McDaniels at number five. Ryan? I've got the Dolphins head coach here. Mike McDaniels. All right. Daniels. McDaniel. McDaniel, my bad. Um, Number four, I have Kevin O'Connell. I've got McDaniels here. I have Kevin O'Connell here. All right. Number three, I have... Nathaniel Hackett. I've got O'Connell here. I have Doug Peterson here. At number three. All right. Yeah. And then number two, I have Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. I have uh, McDaniel. Here. All right. And that, wait. Wait, where's my McDaniel? We skipped number four. We skipped oh. number four because that's four. where I had Hackett. Four's my McDaniel. My bad. Yeah, that's what screwed me up. I have O'Connell at four and then uh, Hackett at three. And then my bad. That's what I two. had. I don't have this like the order written down, so I'm just kind of trying to play it off here. And then Maybe can't count. <laughs> number two, I had Doug Peterson. Who'd you guys have number two? Doug Peterson. Okay. I had McDaniel. Number one, Brian Dable, baby. Same um, here. All right, and uh, since we're not really recording this the same way, no breaks in this episode. We're going full out. We're going strong. So, um, keep grinding, baby. This is gonna be a quick segment right here. Um, third segment, Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers. Where are they gonna land? Uh. I'd like Ryan. You're gonna get Aaron Rodgers. Gage, you're gonna get Jimmy G to start off. Oh, right. I didn't want Jimmy G. I Too didn't bad. Want Jimmy G. Ryan, go full out. What do you got to say about Aaron Rodgers? I got him to the Broncos or the Saints. 
So uh, there were some rumors talking about that he bought some uh, some land in Nashville, but the Nashville or Tennessee uh, GM immediately came out and said, no, we're committed to Ryan Tannehill. And honestly, I, I agree with that. I I don't think he was completely at fault for a lot of the stuff that they got into against Cincinnati. Uh, but I think Denver got a really good opportunity, uh, especially with your OC going there. But New Orleans, I think, is honestly would be the better move because you've got an outstanding defense and outstanding rest of the team. Obviously, you don't know Alvin Kamara now, but um, like pretty good coach overall. And you're in the NFC where there is no good quarterbacks besides Matt Stafford anymore. So if you go to the AFC, you're dealing with like two or three times a season, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Carr, like you're seeing them at least twice a year and you're having to try to get out of that, that division to even make the playoffs. So, yeah. And I don't know that they match up with, with any of those guys real well. Yeah. So I Um, think he's better off going to the NFC. All right. Uh, I, I agree with him that he would be better off going with the NFC. It's just a fact that I don't know if the Saints have enough to give up to get him. Yeah. But the Bronco. Alvin do. Kamara, trade him. <laughs> we'll trade Alvin Kamara's five-year prison sentence for Aaron Rodgers. Hey, the federal prison's there in uh, Colorado, so. <laughs> <laughs> but they um, going to Denver. <laughs> I have not going to Denver. Yeah. I think the OC, they've got the ninth pick. They've got first-round picks. They've got draft cap. They can give up, like, Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater or someone like that. Throw them in the deal. Teddy Two, two Gloves. <laughs> Anything like that. Um, I just think the thing with the Saints is they're in a, excuse my language, a cap hell for two years in a row. And so are the, so are the Packers. So... I think I think my dad told me this. The the Packers are at like negative forty mil a cap and negative forty four mil and Aaron Rodgers is like forty mil of that. Yeah. So it's like Monte Adams is the other part. Mm-hmm. So it's like person that doesn't want to play for your franchise, forty mil. Right in the middle. <laughs> Gage, what do you got for uh Aaron Rodgers? You think Denver too? Yeah, I think Denver. The other interesting one, though, that I hadn't really thought about before now is Washington. Because seen, you really don't have a lot of like high contract guys on Washington, a lot of cap space. I've seen you don't have a quarterback. Uh, I've seen rumors. I was going to talk about this in breaking news. I've seen rumors of Russell Wilson to Washington. That would be interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I personally think Russell, like, kind of completely changed the topic again for the 18th time. Russell Wilson is not even traded. Pete Carroll stayed. I think they run it back. But any final touches on Aaron Rodgers? And then we're going to let my boy Gagey Voda take over Jimmy G. His favorite player in the whole league. I know. <laughs> All right, Gage. Take over. Let's go. All right. So. My two teams for Jimmy G, same division. I had the same one as Ryan, the Saints. And then 
the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I was thinking a little different outlook there. All right. Were you going to say Bucks? Mm -hmm. No. So Carolina, it's the same thing that they've been doing. They tried to do it with Sam Darnold. That obviously didn't work. No. And there's always been Christian McCaffrey trade rumors. But I don't think he'd go to San Francisco. I think they would try and build around him and Jimmy G. Yeah, I was about to say, if you're getting Jimmy G, you're not giving up McCaffrey. You're giving up like a second and a third at that. Yeah. So I think I could see – because you look at it. If they get Jimmy G, I think they're a contender in the NFC now that Tom Brady's gone. Aaron Rodgers Rodgers is probably going to be gone. Really, all you have to compete with is the Rams. Yeah, yeah honestly. I think so, the other one he goes to is Pittsburgh. And I know I, you no, may hate me. No, I, I, no. I know you may I, hate me. It's not that, happening. It's not happening. He's better than a Mason Rudolph or a, a Dylan Hodges or start, Dwayne Haskins. Start helmet head. Start helmet head. I don't want Jimmy GQ. Gage, I got a question for I you. I think he would give you a better shot. I don't care. Jimmy I'll take G. a draft pick. Or Jimmy G Dwayne or top 10 draft pick. Or, or top Dwayne 10 draft Haskins. Pick. That's basically like saying Jimmy G or a top 10 draft pick. I'm taking the top 10 draft pick. But I think you can still pick somebody like a Kenny Pickett or a Matt Corral this year. Yeah, why do you think I'm going to... How many but more years is Jimmy ready. G on contract? Just one? How much? How much money? I have like 20. That, that's a lot. We but don't have money anyways. He's a proven guy. You're not going to have to pay that rookie any money. Like They're going to be playing on a rookie contract. Yeah, so but here's my one thing. Year would I rather... Would I rather... Would I rather have Jimmy G... And not be able to use money in free agency or sign a few bigger free agents and have a rookie quarterback start. I'd rather have the rookie quarterback start. I would agree with a rookie quarterback. But who else are you going to go get? I've seen things linked with uh, J.C. Jackson. I've seen... Tur- I don't think this is gonna happen, but Teron Armstead, I've seen That's him not happening. I don't, I don't want it to. But no, I'm. Your old line's like, terrible. We, no, I'm saying because he's old. Like he'd be good for like a year, on like a year contract, um, like one or two year contract. But okay, you're telling me, you're telling me this. The the Steelers' old line is within the Giants' old line. Okay. Okay. That's a little harsh, but I could see it. <laughs> um, my thing with Jimmy G, I have three teams. The I'm Panthers, not the Steelers. Not the Steelers. The Bucks. Not the Steelers. And no. Pittsburgh it's, Steelers. It's not happening. It's not happening. If here, I'll put money on it. If it if Jimmy G goes to the Steelers, I'll buy a Jimmy G Pittsburgh Steelers jersey. Oh, quote it right now. <laughs> if it happens. Is he has to buy one for everybody. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Do you guys really want one? 
No. If you're paying for it. I'll give you mine. How about that? <laughs> um, so I got left. You guys got any final touches? Because I want to talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> no? No, I'm good. I don't have any. Right. Just Jimmy G's not going to Pittsburgh. Um, Biggest game of the year, by far, easily. If you would have told me at the beginning of this postseason, the Super Bowl would be the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. I always said you're stupid. At the beginning of the I season. Saw, I, saw, I saw a thing today, and it was the Bengals had the same probability of making the Super yeah. Bowl as the Jets. Yeah. That's insane. That's a true underdog mentality. I think this is the first Super Bowl that most people in the U.S. Don't will not hate whoever wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they love both teams. There is not an anti Joe Shiesty. Joe. We talk about uh, Rob Gronkowski saying he wants to play with Joe Burrow and he's a free agent. Joe Shiesty. I would see it. They got cap room, too. Yeah, but why do you pay him? Like CJ Uzama. I'm not going to pay him a ton. No, I'll play for a veteran. But let's talk about the Super Bowl. If they can get him for a decent deal, go for it. Talk about the Super Bowl. Honestly, I like the Bengals again, but I think it's I want Bengals. I want Bengals. I'm saying McPherson drills another one. I'm a hey, I called it for the AFC Championship. We never, uh, never revisited that. Oh yeah, you're right. I was the one person that called it. Said field goal at the end to win it. Huh? Um, we did. The last couple games when we kind of dove deep into games, I've kind of asked the same repetitive questions. I know. They got boring. So, I'm going to ask some special ones here. Maybe not. I can't think of anything. Um, Let's do score predictions. Score prediction. I'll start. All right. Let's hear it. 31-28 Bengals. This dude McPherson is a big drills. 31 guy. Really loves that ring. McPherson drills a... No, because it's it's like... That's a good number. Four touchdowns, one one field goal. I could see I could see it being like 27, 20... I could see it being 27, 24, though. That, that's what my score prediction was going to be. Yeah. It's a 27, 24 ball game. That's what I got, Ryan. 34, 31. Right, so we all have McPherson drill in the last second. You're dang right. It's an underdog story. We're winning the Super Bowl, baby. I think I think he kicks it with about a minute to go, and the Rams try to go down the field, but the Bengals make a stop just like they did against uh, Patrick Mahomes. Who is? I think the, the Bengals defense gets a stop. Do you think they're gonna have Mike Hilton on Cooper Cup for most of the game? I I would think so. I think yeah, because so. who else would it be? Eli Apple. No, they got that oh. a, a woozy, a woozy. I think. Uh, CJ a woozy or something. It's no, it's Chidobi yeah, a woozy. I think Chidobi something Uzi, something like so, that. So. But he'll probably be on Odell. But then obviously there'll be some formations where Eli Apple is going to be covering one of the two, and then it's going to be an automatic touchdown. So yeah, then it's automatic burn. We're going to be here my sure Cooper Cup post-game interview. On my one-legged knee scooter, I would be a better cornerback in the NFL than Eli Apple. 
Watch. Who's better? Watch. Who's Watch. Be- no, I no, no. Oh, I got a, hey, I, hey, I got a good question. All right. Who's better, Eli Apple this season oh, or Lord. Kevin King last year NFC Championship against Eli the Bucks? Eli Apple. Oh, that yeah. Kevin King game was the worst defense <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I said it. I said Eli Apple's going to suck and watch. He's going to have three picks in the Super Bowl and all three of them back for pick six. No. Mike Hilton clutch interception. Hmm? Mike Hilton clutch interception from the slot about second, maybe third quarter. Calling it. We're taking bets. All right, everybody, we're putting 100 bucks down. Who wins the coin toss? (laughs) (laughs) I'll put money down. Um, of course you will. I'm going to put money right? down that the power in the stadium goes out. <laughs> and the score no, right? I'm going to put I'm going I'm putting $1000 on the scoreboard in SoFi Stadium falls. <laughs> I'm putting money that Justin Herbert runs out to start for the LA Rams. <laughs> um since we kind of said our game picks, I mean, man, I don't really got much to ask. Uh, we got uh, no. I, I'm gonna ask the same simple questions. Who's the offensive stars for each team? I got the Rams. I got Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup yeah, definitely Cooper for the Rams. Cup. Bengals. But I could see Odell. I could yeah. see Odell. And try try and not choose the quarterback because obviously the quarterback has to play well for them Joe to win Mixon the game. Joe Mixon for the Bengals. Oh, okay. Because looking at that interior defensive line for the Rams. You're never going to give Joe Burrow a chance if you don't get a run game going and keep them honest. If they can start bringing pressure right away, then Burrow's never going to have a chance to get the ball off. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, but also I'm going T. Higgins. That's where I was going to go. They're going to have Jamar Ramsey on Jamar. Yeah. That leaves T. Higgins on Eric Weddle, the no-glove menace. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that that dude led tackles in the NFC Championship game? What a story. But not played the entire <laughs> season. And like I said, like I said in the past podcast, Buddy laid the freaking boomstick on Mike Evans in that divisional game. Oh, my God, 660. Actually, that was, prob- that was probably in the podcast that we didn't post. It probably was, but <laughs> he laid a 6-6, man. Down like he's a freaking sack of potatoes with one shoulder. Bam! He flew in the air. It, it was awesome. I don't know. Eric Weddle already said, though, he's retiring after he's re- re-retiring, which I'm a little disappointed. I'm a, I, Personally, I'm surprised. I it mean, takes a toll, just like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's he still could yeah. play, but... And Eric Weddle has, like, has a family, too. I mean, just like Tom Brady. So. All right. Uh, defensive stars. It's kind of hard. Mine, mine for the for the Bengals is Trey Hendrickson. That's mine too. Got to get pressure be, on Matt Stafford. He's gonna be going up against Andrew Whitworth, the absolute freaking tank. The tank plus the guy. He's been around since the World War One, playing playing tackle in the NFL. I mean, do I think trooper, the trooper, he's a trooper. Yeah. I think he's like 40. How in the world do you play tackle in the NFL 
until you're 40, and you're that you're that good. That that, that that going up against Aaron Donald in practice. That's incredible. I doubt they go up against each other. They probably just <laughs> work out all the bums just to finish their moves. Um, Rams. I don't. I don't. I mean, they've got four stars I could pick. I mean, I never got to say my Bengals one. Oh my bad. I'm not Trey Hendrickson. I swear to God, if I you think Eli Apple, you will never be allowed to say another word on this podcast again. It, it's Eli. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I had I had Jesse Bates. Oh, I I completely forgot about him. Kind of that? No, because my thing is they're gonna need because obviously Cooper Cup, he's gonna get a few routes where he's gonna get past whoever's guarding him. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna need that kind of safety valve over the top. To prevent yeah. that huge play, like that, what happened in the in the NFC Championship game to the Bucks. Yep, Cooper Cup last. Todd Bowles, I'm I'm cutting you off. I hate the Bucks. I was so happy the Rams won. But why are you blitzing? Why? It's like it's like the it's like the last you guys remember the Raiders Jets game when uh, oh yeah when Gus Bradley blitzed on like a hail mary and they had it was man coverage. Jalen like, Ruggs. Jalen Ruggs? You mean Henry Ruggs, Mr. Oh, 156? Ruggs. The Jets blitz. Sorry, I got the team's Mr. Blitz. 156? Okay, I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> the Jets blitz? Like, you're a defensive coordinator in the NFL. And the you Jets D-line was going as fast as he was. <laughs> and I can't, can't realize, oh my god, there's four seconds left. They're on the 40-yard line. Screw it! Let's blitz seven. Let's go. That's basically basically what Todd Bowles said too. Yeah. Like, sorry, I I get so off topic just because you guys remind me of stuff that I need to talk about. So, yeah, I'd say Jesse Bates. That's mm-hmm. my star, just because he's like the safety valve over the top to prevent that big Cooper Cup touchdown. And he's gonna he's gonna have to make some touchdown saving tackles, especially because both OBJ and Cooper Cup are good after the catch too. So. And they have Eli Apple on the football field. <laughs> True. You can't forget about Van Jefferson, too. He's been a good third option. And one other thing, giving a little giving a little hint hint at our offseason, if podcasts, if the Rams re-sign OBJ, that will be, if not the best, a top three wide receiver core in the NFL. Yeah. Because with Robert Woods coming back, can we talk? Yeah, I'm gonna. This is a good question. It's not Super Bowl related, but it's a Rams related question. What do you oh, think their is. offense could have succeeded if Odell, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup were all playing on the same team with Matt Stafford and Sean McVay and everything? I I personally I mean, think I feel like they achieved pretty well. Uh, no, I, think I, I a lot of it was just Matt Stafford learning the system too. So you're kind of yeah. limited in that aspect. But I, I think I think they would do even better because Robert Woods was that kind of guy that would be like the guy to get the jet sweeps and the guy to get the reverses and the trick plays, stuff like that. But that, mm-hmm. that, it was just a random question I wanted to ask. So defensive star for the Rams. It's kind of a tough one to pick since they have so many of them. So I, yeah, pff, screw it. I think it's Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I was going to say Jalen Ramsey. Got to stop Jamar. I think it's more... Uh, part of me wants to say Aaron Donald because mm-hmm. he obviously has to get pressure on Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. 
but the Bengals line is so bad. I don't think it's going to be that hard. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Um, just like questions from the last times, if you're, if you're Zach Taylor calling the offense, what are you most leaning towards as a, as a play caller here? Like, I think, I think, I think Ryan said running game. Are you going to stick with that running yeah. game? I, I agree. You got you got to you got to slow down that pass rush. I think you got to get some running game going. Yeah, I'd say just like runs and then like short passes, like slant routes and stuff. Don't don't try and do too much because he's not gonna have a ton of time to throw. He's not gonna have time to throw the deep balls. So yeah, you got to stay true to what what got you there. Mhm. And then uh, for their defensive, I think they just need. They need to be able to shut down the run in the middle because obviously Sean McVay loves running the ball too. And they need to they need to cut down because Cooper Cup is a master at running routes. Just like they just like on Travis Kelsey. I was given giving a little in game action here, all right? Get a little hip hip coverage. Inside hip, outside hip. Cover both of them. Right there. Boom. Oh boy. <laughs> what do you guys got for the Bengals defense? I think it's getting pressure on Matt Stafford, forced turnovers. He -hmm. struggles a little more when he's, like, being sped up and then having to make plays. So I think you get pressure on him the way that they did against Mahomes in the second half. Yeah. I'd say kind of what Ryan said and then just prevent the big play. So prevent, like, the 50-yard bombs. Mm -hmm. All right. And then, same question for the Rams uh, offense. I'm going to say solidify the run game and then figure a lot of other things out, too. Let Cooper Cup go crazy. Mm-hmm. Take advantage Matt, of their weak cornerbacks. Yeah. Let Matt Stafford get into a rhythm. Don't force him to play like out of his, out of his capabilities or out of his like normal comfort zone. Okay. Uh, defensive side of the ball, I think we already said get pressure. <laughs> get pressure, get pressure, get pressure. Yeah. But, get but pressure and hope that Burrow doesn't figure it out. But proven, no matter how many sacks you get, Bengals can still win the game. Nine sacks and they still won. So you need you need Jalen Ramsey to lock up. Like you said, our defensive X Factor. Need him to lock up Jamar Chase. Because whenever, whenever, whenever Joe Burrow's under pressure, he's looking for Jamar. I mean, he, they've got that bond. So, you guys got any final touches? No, nope. I'm excited. It should be a really good game. Yep. Um, we got nothing else. That's that's all it's gonna be for this podcast. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave us on one final question here though. NFL honors are tonight. It's uh, Thursday, February 10th. Who's winning MVP? Oh, yes, a couple weeks ago. but Josh Allen. Do you actually think that? Come on, Come on now. Give us, give us a true answer here. I think it'll probably be Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he should be, but... Joe Feisty! Yeah. If, if, if we're talking about the team that the person that's had the biggest impact on their team, it's Burrow, one hundred percent. But I don't think statistically he has the the numbers flash off the page numbers. Yeah, 
I saw, I think it was a player vote, but like fifth, Tom Brady beat Aaron Rodgers in like a player vote. It was only by like four percent. It'll be close. It'll be interesting. I always the work. It's just a fun show to watch. I mean, I I didn't watch. I didn't get a chance to watch it last year because I think I had like hockey practice or something. I'm just watching it for my for my boy. My JT boy. ain't winning it. Cooper Cup's no 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 not him. Screw him. Oh TJ, TJ Watt. My bad. My bad. Yeah. You nan- he better be like unanimous yeah. depoy. Yeah. Um. Well. I hope you guys, hopefully this is up before the Super Bowl. Never know. Um, um, hope you guys have fun watching the game. It should be a great one. And um, besides that, I think that's all it's going to be for this one. And um, since Brady is unable to be with us, I'm going to keep up his trend, keep your stick on the ice, and be hitting the gritty. Mm-hmm.